Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Addict named Jessica B. My clean date is July 2nd, 2017. My home group is Friday Night Clean in Bradenton, Florida. May 6, the discernment dimmer switch. Discernment comes from hard experience, trusting people we shouldn't, being hurt, and coming back anyway. Living Clean, Chapter 5, Friendship. Addicts seem especially prone to being all-or-nothing people. We either know or have been the kind of people who flip between manipulation and brutal honesty, who exercise eight days a week or not at all, or or who have love-hate relationships with everything and everybody. One member described their approach to relationships this way. Either I'm all in or you're dead to me. Suspicion, cynicism, and self-reliance were survival skills. It doesn't take much clean time for us to realize this dark and fearful view of the world won't serve our recovery well. Hope for a better life creeps up on us, crowding out our previously dark outlook. Some of us even adopt an uncharacteristically sunny disposition as the renowned pink cloud colors our entire approach to life for a time. Not to knock this glorious phase of early recovery or those lucky enough to experience it, but blind optimism carries its own risks. We can trust NA with saving our lives without entrusting every member with all of our secrets. It's important to modulate our openness discerning the difference between sharing at group level, confiding in a friend, and bearing our soul in our fifth step. Of course, some of our best lessons come from our mistakes. This is where discernment comes in. Discernment introduces us to the brake pedal so that we don't have to lurch between extremes. Tapping the brakes on our thinking and behavior allows us to practice good judgment instead of impulsiveness. Discernment turns a toggle switch into a dial. Instead of binary choices like trust or don't trust, we discern the useful territory between poles. We discern not just right from wrong, but also right from almost right. Discernment helps us make better choices and learn from experience. We'll still get things wrong, but we take the time to discern a better approach and try again. Do I have a toggle sw- Do I have toggle switches for some of my emotions or behaviors that should be converted to dials? How can a discernment dimmer switch tone down some of my excesses? Hey folks, in today's episode, we'll discuss the spiritual principle of day reading with our guest, Brooke T. Hey Brooke, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Thanks for having me, Douglas. I'm glad you could make it. So Brooke, could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Oh, sure. So my name's Brooke T. Um, I live in Colorado, and I go to meetings... um, Mile High area and also Boulder area online. And um, my home group is just can't miss it on Wednesday nights. And then my clean date is 6 16 1997. All right. Thanks, Brooke. We're going to pivot now to the reading. 
So could you share your thoughts on the discernment dimmer switch? Um, let's see. First of all, I don't know about this dimmer switch thing, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's black and white thinking really is what it is. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like how they talk about my way or the highway kind of a thing. Um, and uh, I guess I can remember when I was new um, and of course, completely lonely. Like I had no, like I didn't come here. When I came into the rooms, I didn't know anybody. Um, Cause when you use alone, you don't really meet a lot of people. So you know, it wasn't like, I know some people are like, they know, you know, they, and not me, I don't know anybody in the rooms. Um, and so I remember riding along and um, some little voice in my brain, cause I was like, so-and-so, I don't like so-and-so and I don't like so-and-so and I don't like so-and-so. And, -so, and uh, you know, and my disease is really kind of attacking me with like the whole, um, they're all addicts. You can't trust any of them, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And, um, and then this little voice spoke to me and said, you got to give them a break, Brooke. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, truthfully, I, I was giving myself a break, but honestly, like let people in. And that's kind of where it is. Cause I, I am a lot of times, uh, I'll trust you with absolutely everything. And then predictably um you do something that I don't like um because you're not me actually I take that back I do things I don't like even so um predictably <laughs> I do things I don't like and um then uh and I'm just like well that's it I can't trust you um and so uh, getting, getting clean so 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 you're you're getting clean in, in 97 you don't know anybody and then it's like you know, that's not a good recipe, right? For, for, for sticking around of saying, Hey, I don't want, you know, I don't want you to know me. I, you know, I'm not real invested in getting to know you because we don't know what the hell's going, you know, I didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, when I, when I got clean, it was like, okay. Uh, so what, what happened to, what happened for you to, to respond to what you're talking about of like, Hey, give these people a break. Was it a share at a meeting? Was it, you know, did a couple ladies kind of swoop you up and say, hey, you know, here, here's the deal. Could you speak to that? Like what happened when you were getting. Yeah, and that's, the like problem. that's the thing. I don't know. It's like that still small voice that that was just like, you can't keep living the way that you're living because you're alone and and you're the one that got yourself here, you know, um, and um, I mean, I completely understood at that point. It was like that, I don't know, moment of clarity where I just I saw that the choices that I made and the fact that um, mm. nobody measured up to my standards, which by the way, none of this was, I, honestly, none of it was true. Like the idea that I had standards when I got here is ridiculous. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I had these figments of my imagination that kept me safe or whatever. Mm. Um, and so that that's really it, it's, it's interesting, but um, I mean, I know going to meetings and seeing people after the meeting all gathering together and being friends and, and things like that. And, and of course I wanted that. Um, oh. And then I'm a retread. So back in back when I first got clean, um, I did have friends and, and I remember what that was like. And there's no doubt in my mind that I can't, that I can do this alone. Absolutely not. Um, and, and as one of my good friends says, why would you even want to, right? yeah, no, <laughs> really? you know, I mean, like, do you get, do you get extra bonus points for doing this alone? No, 
Oh, have you yeah. have you had seasons in your recovery where, you know, maybe like you didn't even set out intentionally to, and I, I want to be careful on how I say this, but but to to kind of make your world really small, have you have you found that you've had seasons where it was like, oh wow, like maybe, you know, maybe I need to expand and. Yeah, I know, and I know. Preview. We're going to talk a little bit about friendship later, um, and that's and that's really kind of where it is. I the the most recent one though was I just moved states um, about three years ago. Um, so right. I moved from Oregon to Colorado, and um, so I didn't. Once again, I hardly knew anybody here in the rooms. Like I knew my family, and I knew a couple people who um, were clean who had been clean since, since last time I was here kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. um, but other than that, like, it just went from where I, um, I went to, I was in Eugene, Oregon, which is a small town. It's a small town. And like, most people knew me. And it seems like there's a lot like, of people who yeah. clean forever from, from Eugene, actually. <laughs> yeah, really I know. Busy, but... yeah. Yeah, like everyone has 30 plus, I think, from Eugene. It's, ridiculous. it's, <laughs> it's awesome. And and we're tight. Like, and mm. uh, you know, we got some we got some rules that uh aren't that are different here because this is uh Denver metro area is ginormous. Um, and then mm. every little area, I mean, most people who live in metro areas know how that goes. So reaching out and um becoming a valuable part of the fellowship I found myself in, I guess, is, is how that works. Um, and, and the truth is, is that I, more and more, especially for me, because I have some health problems too, is like more and more, I just, why, why do I need to be perfect? Um, mm -hmm. Perfect was, perfect will kill me. Um, and so that, that's kind of it. Like it's a, I mean, they talk about the toggle switch, but nobody lives at the top of the mountain. Um, everybody, if you ever accomplish anything or any of that kind of stuff, it's not because you did your absolute best. It's because you kept doing it. Because I kept doing it. The bottom line is you don't just step in and you're a champion. Um, and so, and and so that that's how it works for me. Is is I just have to find that middle ground, whatever it is. I do like what they say about you know, um, we learn, we get judgment, um, and that is the message I do like to carry. Is that people in the rooms are just like people out of the rooms. Um, we're all going to fuck up sometime, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, and, and just keep coming back. Including us, right? Like including yeah, us, like exactly. we're going to be the ones who mess up too. I know, I know. And, and uh, I'm sure there are people out there who are waiting for my um, apology and I don't even know I picked them <laughs> up. <you know? laughs> but like, keep coming back. There isn't anything going on in here that's worth getting loaded over. Keep coming back. Good stuff, find yeah. people. Um, you, yeah, you will find your people and, and, uh, and there are, and you can be safe here, you know, and you can grow. And I, I, I've been safe here several times. I, I continue to grow, um, even though I've decades clean. And, uh, so it's possible to have, to do all of that. Um, Bro, you, what's really relatable, you know, I want to, I want to dig in on, on one thing that you touched on was about the, you know, how we, we have a tendency to be really rigid um, especially like when we move, um, when we move areas, right. We're getting to know a, like kind of a new style in, in no matter what one universal truth, and I say that lightheartedly, but one universal truth, it seems wherever you got clean at, that's the right way to do things forever. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it, man. If it was an hour and a half meeting and you move somewhere to where it's an hour, it's like, what the fuck are these people doing? They're lazy. You know, that whole thing, right? Like, you know, so when you did that, so when you moved and you clean like a long time, you're bringing all this experience in. I mean, because that's a hot topic. There, a lot of folk are relocating and then they, they have this exact thing. So, so you find yourself, oh, we're not doing it how it should be done, you know, or anything like this. So how do you combat that? Well, fuck these people. I'm not even getting involved. Like, could you speak on that? Like, how, how, do we get, how do we get past that to say, hey, I need to be actively involved? Well, an experience really that I've been clean in three states now. And the funny thing is, is that I moved back to an area that I had, that I was originally got clean in. And so they weren't even doing it the way that they used to do it. So, I mean, oh, damn. You know, they, so they all switched later, up yeah, on like, so, so it's official. Nobody does it the way my brain says it needs to be done. <laughs> End of story. But, um, and there's some really cool ways of, I just, I've always just kind of enjoyed it. Um, some of them I think are silly and some of them, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I don't, but I don't, I don't think that anything's particularly dangerous or anything. I mean, like, so you pass the basket at the beginning of the meeting instead of the end. Like here we have people, um, the secretary chairs every meeting. Um, it took me a while to figure that out because where I come from, you got a chair for every new meeting, you know, and, uh, and I'm, and I know that we used to do a chair for every meeting <clears throat> here. Anyway, so once again, you can be right and alone, or you can be open-hearted <laughs> and heal. <laughs> you know? I mean, I keep saying you, but that's that's for me. Like mm. I can, I have choices. I can be like, um, I mean, as long as it's not a tradition violation, you know, that's and and that's a whole different story. But how people interact and like whether you write your name down on a phone number list for the newcomer or you, you walk up and give it to them or that you hand them the phone. I mean, there's like so many ways of doing all of that. And, um, and I just feel like it, we all have like the ways that we do that. So I guess for me, when people come in and say, you guys are doing it wrong, it's kind of a joke among those of us that have moved mm. really. Cause they're like, y'all are doing it wrong. And then some people are really upset. They're like, you don't treat newcomers the way they should be treated. And I'm like, mm. it's on you. Like here you are and you think this should be done. Do it that way. Um, mm. You know, as far as like newcomers and stuff like that. So I don't know. Is that kind of what you were wondering? Yeah, too. And, and too, you know, to take that, um, to add on to that would be, I've learned uh, the first few times I've moved, uh, it was, Hey, um, you know, folk ain't doing it right. And let me tell them, okay. Yeah. Like, just like you said, I could be right in a load. Like it was, not, it's, it's just not well received. You know what I'm saying? Like a group of addicts don't want to hear, Hey, what the, what the fuck are you guys doing? Uh, but the opposite, you know, uh, the, the last few moves and the last few seasons of my recovery, it's kind of like, okay, let me settle in to, to be a little bit slower to speak and kind of take, take it in. And would you know, like, I make more friends doing it that way. I learn a little bit more that way. So this is exactly what you were talking about. It's it's um so so a takeaway could be to look at to look at moving. If we have some listeners who are going through that, look at it as like a new experience. If things aren't aren't done how you feel they should be, that doesn't mean your commitment to staying clean is compromised or anything like that. It's saying, hey, all right, okay, we're gonna this is a little different and it's okay. 
you know, it's okay. So, Brooke, uh, last question I have um, in the italics, it talks about, you know, these toggle switches uh, uh, should be converted into dials for any emotion. Do you have any, do you have any areas that you feel like are going on now that you can kind of see, hey, I'm operating in the extremes. I should probably kind of refocus on, on making this a dial. Well, uh, kind of, because what I'm dealing with now is, I swear to God, the extremes moved. Like, what okay. I used to think of as extreme um, for me, like, especially physically, and I don't know if it's a function of age or what, but yeah, like I, and I banged my head against that wall forever. Like, I've been, I've been like sick with one thing or another for the past year, because mm. I seem to think that I can um, just rub some dirt on it and get back in the game. Um, and so it took me a minute to learn that what I was doing wasn't working, even though what I was doing continued to not work. Um, so yeah, so that's the main one for me is like physically, like because of where I'm at, uh, for whatever reason, like I used to just be able to, for instance, um, I want to get in shape. So I would just go out and, and do a bunch of a lot of exercise that made me really sore um now if i do too much exercises uh, my knee goes out you know i mean mm -hmm. like it's just not fair <laughs> but that's the way it is and so that's one of the big ones for me is that um is that i just have to i have to give myself a break because what i could do 20 years ago isn't what i get to do today gotcha brooke hey thanks for kicking it with us sure thanks for having me again Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.